All right. I pride myself on, on understanding animals, and, and I've dedicated most of my adult life to advocating for homeless pets. I really didn't have doggy dementia on my radar. I think because I generally have big dogs, and they don't live to be 13 or 14 or 15. But there was news this week about doggy dementia, and people were flooding me with text messages. And we thought, all right, we need an expert. So, Dr. Dana Varble, you are our expert we're turning to. Uh, Dana is the (laughs) Chief Veterinary Officer for the North American Veterinary Community. Doggy dementia, has that been on your radar forever? Am I missing something, or is this something kind of new? Well, Lisa, thank you so much for having me. You know, it's really interesting because doggy dementia has been pretty well known um, among veterinarians as a disorder for a couple of decades. But the study that came out last week was so important because we were able to put so much more information around this disorder, when it starts, what dogs are at risk. What makes them higher risk? What makes them lower risk? So that was really important for us as medical professionals to help pet owners and pet lovers be able to address those concerns a lot more in depth. Are dogs with chronic ear infections more at risk for dog dementia? They are, unfortunately. Yeah, that's one thing that I thought was really interesting about that study that just came out is that it stated and it made very clear that there is a huge risk factor for dogs that have ear infections, chronic ear infections, eye problems, um, changes in their lenses, cataract formation, all of those neurological disorders, again, eye, ear, and neuro disorders contribute to being at higher risk for doggy dementia, yeah. Because I think sometimes our dogs get older and you're just like, okay, they're doing that selective hearing game on me. They're just (laughs) not, they're they're old and they know I'm not going to do anything, so they're going to carry on with whatever they want to do. But we talked to people who said their dogs would get stuck Mm -hmm. between the tub and the toilet staring at the wall and seem not equipped to figure out how to back up and get out. How to figure it out, right? Yeah, I'm not saying selective hearing isn't a part of it. (laughs) Our dog's getting older and smarter. I do think that's a part of it. But yeah, that kind of getting stuck or seeming lost in their own house or, you know, not responsive to commands or to certain situations, to certain people the way they used to be. Those are all signs of dementia or what we call canine cognitive dysfunction. And I think of all the symptoms that we see, that is probably the most common is that appearance of being lost. Somebody um, sent in a couple text messages this week who has been lucky enough to have guide dogs throughout their life. They Mm -hmm. are um, impaired visually. And so is it more prone to those types of dogs? Actually, we would actually think it would be something different. Um, It's the biggest risk factor is age, so over age 10. But dogs who have more exercise are actually at less risk. So in general, guide dogs who that a lot of mental stimulation through working would be at lower risk as well. Dogs that get a lot of exercise, our companion joggers, our consistent uh, fetch players are going to be actually at lower risk and dogs who are relatively sedentary. This is Dr. Dana Varble. So that applies to people as well. And I would imagine cats suffer from this as well. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, it's interesting. We don't know as much about cats and dementia as they age, but we know cats are 
you've certainly lived to be much older than dogs, so it is a concern. With them, I would worry about, yeah, getting lost, aging changes. And the other thing that we see a lot in aging cats is changes in litter box behavior. Mm -hmm. And it does make me wonder now, and I'm excited to hear if more studies are going to happen regarding cats now, if that's not actually due to a, a cognitive dysfunction, dementia, rather than just an aging change. We're talking about doggy dementia. Somebody sent in a text and said their dog got what they identified as sundowners, where at night it just paced. It would mm-hmm. not go to sleep. It didn't need to go outside. And the vet had prescribed melatonin and said, hey, mm-hmm. take this dog on long sniff walks. Let them stop and sniff wherever they want to yeah. sniff. Maybe let them <laughs> swim if they're into that. So for people who mm-hmm. do have dogs with dementia are there medications available or what should they be doing yeah there are some medications available so certainly if you're not if you're seeing some big changes at home the easy ones for me to recommend are more exercise sniff walks you know, it sounds silly but it's a combination of two things there you get a lot of extra exercise which isn't bad for them and usually good for us as well but the other thing they get is from the sniff walks is a lot of mental stimulation. So being able to, I joke, sniff around, read, read their version of the newspaper through scent, um, and just get a little bit more brain activity going on. Um, those food puzzles that you see quite commonly in pet stores now are actually great activities for dogs as they age to, again, improve that mental stimulation and maybe help hold off some of these signs of dementia and cognitive dysfunction. Yeah, and and so you you think it's something that most people recognize. And my last question is: everyone who texted mm-hmm. in, and there were quite a few people, said that their their dogs lasted about two years after the diagnosis or less. Is that normal? It seems like it, and that may just be a coincidence because you know we're seeing all this again. What that study told us is. Dogs age 10 and up seem to be more seriously affected, um, definitely at higher risk. Well, we know the average age for dogs is about 12. So just unfortunately through math there, mm. we're going to see about two years, um, You know, depending, of course, on breed and other health conditions. Certainly some dogs live into their late teens, but that's not common. Average age for most dogs is 12. So if 10 where it's risky and 12 is about where age, we know they, they're they kind of starting to max out. The two years report that you're telling me doesn't surprise me too much. Okay. So and before I let you go, unusual. is there a breed that is more susceptible to dog dementia? We don't know that yet. Actually, that was one study, thing the study pointed out is it doesn't seem to be breed related. So it seems like this is affecting all breeds of dogs, unfortunately. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. We love her expertise. Dr. Dana Varble, Chief Veterinary Officer for the North American Veterinary Community. Hey, stick with us. And let me just say thank you for listening to Chicago's Afternoon News. We wouldn't be here without you. Uh, coming up, we will talk to that doctor about our cholesterol. And the report that came out that said high cholesterol, the bad cholesterol in men actually helps them live longer. It sounds crazy. Hey, coming up, Lauren's got your news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. W-G-N.